Blog Talk Radio. I got to Baba for apples, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? What's happening? Mm. Hey. Corona all day. Quarantine all night. I'm sorry. I had to find my cocktail. The bartender was tripping. I had to go get my own. <laughs> yeah. That social distancing is a mother. Yeah, tell me about it. How's everybody doing tonight? Oh, we doing. Everything's good. Okay. Everybody surviving, huh? Yep. That's all we can do, I guess, right? Yep, yep. Absolutely. Yep. Y'all ready? Oh, yeah, we ready. Fired up. Okay. Put your seatbelts on. All right, now. We got a hot topic tonight. The CDC will recommend voluntary use of face masks for public. Also, thousands of Zoom video calls left exposed on open web. And Americans could wait up to 20 weeks for this mail stimulus check. Our hidden and quitted headlines, we got quite a bit tonight. Passed the whole service despite virus ban, citing First Amendment. Is he crazy? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Amazon hires, uh, I'm sorry, 80,000 new workers will take temperatures and provide masks. Brewing giant behind Corona beer, halting production after business deemed non-essential. What's up? What's up with the Corona beer? And um, also... Asian Americans being attacked over coronavirus, and 100-year-old man and another at New Jersey funeral violated state ban on gatherings. What's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news: man told to turn down music, chase neighborhood. I'm sorry, chase neighbor with sword. Also, Dr. Anthony Fusey's face will soon be on bobblehead dolls. And a dog found behind Will after high-speed chase in Washington State. I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap-up. I got quite a bit tonight. 
Cocktail of the week is the Fireball Sangria. Sounds pretty good. Our kiss it list and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back for the hot topic. So I was looking over the Cocktail of the Week archives, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajama Party, and a Game Changer, and of course we have the last word. I like the Revolution. It was Hennessy, lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with jalapeno slices. Ooh-wee. I like that Crown Royal Flush with the Crown Royal Peach Stock and Cranberry Juice. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorites huh, was the, uh, wait a minute, what's it called? The Dutch Mule. Yeah, the Dutch Mule with the kettle orange vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. There are so many to choose from on the apajamaparty.com website. So check out the Cocktail of the Week archives to get the recipe. And you can find out how to make the cocktail of the week and sip along with us. Are there instructions there, too? Sure they are. Along with pictures of the drink, so you know exactly what it's supposed to look like. So what's that y'all got in your glass? This is a boomerang. Uh, well, I got a kinky read over here. And I got the aviator. Get the recipes at www.apajamaparty.com and click on Cocktail of the Week. Cheers! Welcome back to the John Party. I'm one of your host, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Okay. Let's get to the hot topics. Uh, let's see. Papa D, you're up first. What's going on with the CDC? Well, the CDC, uh, which is the uh, Center for Disease Control, they're recommending now that the voluntary use of the face mask for public, uh, it's voluntarily, but if you want to do it, you can do it. Uh, the Trump administration is advising people to start wearing their face masks in public to stop spreading of corona, which is a reversal on the previous guidelines to urge people not to wear their masks. Trump said at the White House uh, news conference Friday that the Center for Decontrol, Disease Control and Preventive Guidelines our strictly volunteer means uh, you can do it if you want to or, or not do it. It's up to you. But only as a recommendation to wear it. Okay, trust stress that the CDC is not calling for Americans wearing medical-grade uh, masks. I mean, I don't know how they feel. What, what, what difference does that make? You wear what you got, you know what I mean? Uh, medical uh, protective gear must be... Uh, Preserved for healthcare officials who are on the front line tr- treating the coronavirus. But I, I'm trying to figure it out if that's what you end up with somehow. And uh, would you pull the ticket to the hospital and say, I'm not going to wear this or wear something else? People just wearing what they got, you know, what they found laying around or what they had in the house or what have you. For months, the federal uh, government has recommended that the uh, general public not to wear masks, uh, thinking that it would, it would throw people off, making people think you are when you're not. Whatever, but now they've changed the uh, rules of the game. So, uh, let's see, the CDC does not recommend that people who are well wear a face mask to protect themselves for respiratory infection, including the uh, COVID-19. You should only wear the mask 
if a uh, healthcare professional recommends it to you, face masks should be used by people who have the disease and are showing symptoms and not the other way around. So, um, I don't know what you think out there, but uh, give us a call to concerns uh, or as far as whether you want to wear it or not, or some people do it because of pride reasons, some people wear it because it's uncomfortable. A lot of reasons why people don't wear it out there, but uh, if they say it's recommended or, you know, I think you should go ahead and do that, you know. I think some people are wearing them because they see other people wearing them. Yeah, a lot of stuff is just lead, monkey see, monkey do. You know, some people are doing it. Some people are actually driving with it on in a car by themselves. (laughs) I saw a guy in a car by himself a while ago. He was an Uber, Uber driver. I know he's expecting people to get in his car, but... He had the mask and gloves on by himself in the car. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you protecting yourself from yourself? I don't, I don't understand. You, you know what? Anyway. I think this is this is the new norm because this is going to be our way of life for a few minutes at least. Uh, so yeah, Asian people have been doing it. Yeah, they have. Yeah, when you go into the nail shop and stuff like that, yeah. Um, but I think they're protecting themselves from the fumes and stuff. But, I mean, you have to think about it. The things that we touch on a daily basis, you know, um, and a lot of people, when they come home from outside, they don't wash their hands. You know, they're recommending, because somebody sent me something through uh, Messenger. Um, I just got it this morning, and they were saying, you know, um, when you come from outside, that you should shower and wash your hair because, and it gets attached to wash your hair. Wash your hair? Yeah. Wow. Wash your hands and your hair. It's almost like, think of it as like pollen. We can see pollen, but this we can't see. And that's why people are wearing the face mask and the gloves. You know, from the things that you touch, from your doorknob to like you go into a store, you touch that, unless you're going to use it with your elbow. But just things that we touch on a daily basis. Even the um, the little thing that you... um. You know, you put your credit card in and the um, little pen pad, you're touching that. So, yeah, well, I can definitely you know, I, see wearing gloves to touch that. Right. Well, I mean, but I'm just saying, you, so every time that you do something, you just put on a glove. You know, if you out and about, hey, like I said, I've seen so many people with the face mask at least. And then more and more people are wearing gloves. So this is our new normal, as they say. That's just how I see it, because I've been doing it. So I'm just looking at it like but, that. But here's my concern. Now, the CDC, mm-hmm. right, they're the ones who issue the guidelines for things like this. But they're not even giving us, like, a definite what to do. They're saying, okay, so at first we said you don't need it. Now we're saying, look, do what you want. Well, how is that helpful? I mean, are they saying that it's necessary? They're saying now it's really not, or it's up to you, it's your personal preference. I'm trying to understand if you guys are are studying this and doing Mm -hmm. all the tests and everything, tell us definitively what is the safest thing if we have to go out of our house, do we mask up Mm -hmm. or not? My thing is, if this particular agency, which is somebody that we think are reputable, 
this agency, I would listen. So I think they're saying this, saying, okay, we're going to put the information out there. It's up to you what you're going to do with it. But that's the thing. They're not really putting the information out. They're saying, okay, well, I know we said it first, you don't need a mask unless you're sick. Now they're saying, well, you know, we, and I understand they're learning more about this virus, you know, as time goes on. And I I get that. But to say at this point, well, based on what we know, you could wear a mask if you like. We're not saying one way or the other. So I just feel like, well, if you're not going to say one way or the other, why are you saying anything? Well, Papa, in the um, article, did it say say in the article if you have, like, respiratory issues or if you have any kind of issues pertaining to the uh, the COVID virus um, symptoms, you should wear it. They recommend you wear it. Does it say that? Did they say that? No. It, uh, well, it's saying, no, it doesn't say nothing about, nothing about symptoms. It doesn't, it doesn't focus on people that don't, they don't have it at all. It's right. saying that really you shouldn't wear it. So, I mean, but what about people who have, like, asthma or something like that? Are they saying that if you have pre-existing health issues. Well, that's your own personal choice, you know. Oh, so we're back to the choice then. Yeah, it's all about choices. Right. Okay. Mm. They're not trying to recommend yeah. nothing. They're trying to stay out of that, out of that territory. I got you. Know, you. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But, I mean, you know, me, I would, if I'm going out on a daily basis or whatever, I'm going outside, I'm, I'm going to, you know, wear something to protect myself. Uh, people are nasty. Yeah. You'd be surprised. They are nasty out there. Yeah, you're right. People can be nasty without a virus circulating. So, <laughs> yep, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I've got another one for you. Uh, since all this quarantine has been going on, a lot of people have been using this uh, online tool called Zoom. You've probably heard it all over the news. Everybody's saying, "Yeah, well, we're going to be on Zoom." People are having happy hours. Schools are using it for, you know, holding online classes. Uh, Agencies and stuff are using it to have meetings and all this kind of stuff. But now they're finding that Zoom is not as secure as they thought it was. People have been uh, what they call Zoom bombing people. They can hack into your Zoom call Uh, I I saw a businessman, it was a black businessman, he said some people hacked into a business conference call, started using N-word and other slurs, saying all kind of stuff, you know, just doing all kind of stuff, disrupting the meeting that they were in, and that was a mess. You know, you don't want to have that, and it's it's not that he was embarrassed because he had nothing to do with it, but the call got hacked like that. So they're saying that thousands of these calls have been left viewable on the open web, which is highlighting the privacy risk to millions of people as they've been starting to use these types of tools to handle their day-to-day interactions. People have been uh, viewing funerals. They've been viewing weddings. They've been viewing all kind of things, birthday parties, celebrations, get-togethers, all of this stuff. They've been using Zoom. So the manufacturers are saying that, um, of course, they had not anticipated having all this traffic on on Zoom, on their servers, and 
they're trying to, you know, shut it down, shut down the problems and the issues. But now government agencies are recommending, like FBI and stuff like that, they're recommending that people just stop using it. So I don't know what that's going to do to, you know, the person who owns that company. But they're saying that the record that things that you put on Zoom are not recorded by default but people have been seeing some of their private conversations on the Internet that they did not record and did not upload. So that's how crazy it's starting to get. Um, People's children who were on for their schools have gotten uh, Zoom bombed and had somebody jump in on a a class and say a lot of stuff. One, One situation, some boys, and I assume these were teenage boys, they said boys, some boys broke in in video, exposed themselves to a group of children that were on for an online class. So and I'm like, wow, seriously? <laughs> I, I think this, the quarantine, I think, is starting to make people lose their minds more than they normally do. But I think, you know, part of the issue is that when people started using Zoom, I don't think they understood because how would you know what the security issues were with this product, you know? Maybe it's not not as secure as Zoom, you know what I'm saying, the the software that they're using, maybe it's not as secure. Yeah, clearly it's not as secure Mm -hmm. as people believed it to be. So there's a lot of warnings out here now telling people mm-hmm. if you're using it for whatever you're using it for, be cautious, or better yet, mm. don't do it. Find something mm. else what? and check the security protocols around it. Is there some risky stuff going on with that? I feel bad no, no, for those no. children that those boys expose themselves. I mean, that was crazy. Is it Now, is it used only for professionals or anybody can use it? Anybody can use it. Yeah, that's that's ironic. You, you were talking about this because uh, my doctor, since I can't go see my doctor, my doctor, I'm supposed to Zoom on, on to see my doctor next week. Now, that's crazy. Using so, Zoom or something else? Using Zoom. As I said, they might have to use another platform then. That's why I said my thing is maybe only professionals should be able to use Zoom and it should be more sophisticated, the software, um, that's that's just crazy. That's scary, you know. Because if it's you very scary, yeah. If you're seeing a professional or trying to do schoolwork or something like that, and somebody interrupts, that's that's just not good at all. It's just um, you know. And like I said, it's, it's out good. there for the. It's on the open market. You know, people have been right. having virtual happy hours to hang out. You know, with your friends because of social distancing that you can't hang out with. So they just do a mm-hmm. Zoom call, and everybody can see everybody, and they're all chatting and having a lovely time, you know, right. only to find out somebody might be listening, someone might be watching, and even worse, somebody might be recording, you know, what you're saying that you think you're having a private conversation, and it may not be. So watch yourself if you're using Zoom. Yeah, I might have to rethink that or call the doctor's office and say, look, can we use another platform? Something, you know. Yeah, you may want to try something else just in case. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Kevin. I'll right. kick it over to you. What What you have for us tonight? I'm talking about these um, stimulus checks. Might not get it for 20 weeks. I'm like, okay, wait a minute now. Uh, the coronavirus relief bill that can't even say say who he is. 45 signed into law as we created a program for one-time direct payments of up to. $1,200 per adult and $500 per child. Wow, that's pretty good. The payments are designed to help people who are struggling as a result of the pandemic have more cash flow to cover their expenses. Um, according to the Ways and Means Committee document, the IRS is expected to issue $60 million rebates in mid-April, likely the week of April 13th, to taxpayers who have already provided their direct deposit information to the IRS uh, on their 2018 and 2019 tax returns. So if you haven't filed no taxes to 2018-2019, you might be short. Also, the memo, which is being circulated to Democratic House offices and was obtained by the Hill, outlines what ways and means committee staff expect the um, timeline for issuing the rebates to be issued. So... um, they said the IRS is estimating that it will um, start issuing paper checks about three weeks later or the um, week of May 4th. The checks will be issued starting with the lowest income people, and they will be issued at a rate of about 5 million checks per week. Wow. So it could take up to 20 weeks for all the checks to be issued. <clears throat> so, you know. Wow. Just, just hold your horses, people. Your money's coming. So that's a lot well, of people, 60 million. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot of people. Well, they already ran into a glitch with the uh, small business money really? that the banks uh-huh. are supposed to be handling for the small business loans to uh-huh. help them, you know, keep their employees paid and on payroll, et cetera. Apparently, right. uh, IRS or Treasury Department, it was the Treasury Department, did not issue all of the instructions and guidelines and stuff until yesterday, and they were supposed to begin the program today. So when the applications from the businesses started coming in, a lot of the banks were Mm -hmm. like, look, we're just not ready. We're not set up. Mm -hmm. So stuff was chaotic. People couldn't get Mm -hmm. their applications filed. You know, it was just a lot of mess today with them trying to uh, get it all straightened out. But Right. I don't know why Treasury Department thought that they could give guidelines like one day ahead and that all the major banks were going to be able to get all this stuff worked out that quickly. At least give them a two- to three-week period, you know, at least. That's what yeah. takes time because they're already doing day-to-day things. And, it, uh, you know, banks have kind of adjusted their schedules and just adjusted a lot of things because – some banks you are closed. You can't even go in. You have to take care of whatever you have or online or over the phone. So exactly, um, and you're talking about billions of dollars across. Yes. I don't know how many banks that they have to distribute and who's supposed to get what and how much and what the limitations and all of that stuff. That's a lot to just say. All right, and do this tomorrow. You know, come on, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That don't make any sense. Yeah, I'm going to have to put Treasury on the um, 
and Mnuchin. Put both of them on a the kisser list. <laughs> oh, there you go. You saw it already, huh? Yeah, got to start already. <laughs> All righty. Okay. All right. Does All that right. wrap that one up? Yes, it does. Well, if anybody okay. want to call in, give us a call at 914-803-4306. And press one. Yeah, uh, let's see. Too. All right. Let's go to a commercial break. And then we will come back on the other side with the hit it and quit it headlines on the Pajama Party Show. You can call us at 914-803-4306. Call us over the break and we'll get you on the other side. And we'll be right back. Do you have unruly children? Do they misbehave in school and get bad grades? Are timeouts completely ineffective? Are you scared to spank them because they might have you arrested? What they need is a new school where discipline is number one and education is secondary. What they need is... Whoop that ass academy. Here at the Whoop that ass academy. We don't have discipline problems. Know why? We're privately owned and we do what we want. And when kids get out of hand... We whoop that ass Time out is for football games. When kids want to show off, we don't give them a timeout. We just whoop that ass. We don't make a kid stand in the corner. That's my house plan. When one of our kids gets out of order, we snatch him out of that classroom and whoop that ass. Here at WTA Academy, we make sure they learn the basics of reading and writing, math and science. But above all else, they learn discipline. This is what will keep your kids out of jail. Make the world a better place. Sometimes you gotta whoop that ass. And we do. Here at WTA Academy, our motto is, we care enough to whoop that ass. They may not read and write too well, but they'll act like they've got sense. Because we whoop that ass. So bring your kids on down to whoop that ass academy. We'll get them straight. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One here is Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for the hit it and quit it headlines. So y'all know the deal. We're going to hit them, and we're going to quit them. I'm going to go to you, Papa. Let's see. I feel like I'm working extra hard tonight. I don't know what's going on. Oh, do you now? Imagine that. Yeah, sometimes it's that way. All right, do your job. What you got for us? This was concerned a pastor that was holding services. Despite the virus, people not taking this stuff serious. And it seemed like sometimes pastors almost like the Pied Piper. Their congregation will fall their ass into the river. They're crazy as hell. Anyway, a California church has uh, now had a public uh, nuisance uh, nonsense notice. Posted in the front doors, uh, locking their doors, fulfilling to comply with the state's public health uh, uh, stay-at-home order. All right? CBS Sacramento reports that the uh, pastor, John Duncan, of uh, Cross Culture uh, Christian Center in uh, Lottie, uh, which is in California, I take it, has uh, continued to hold, to hold his church services inside at South Ham Lane House of Worship with uh, parishioners gathering together at least 200 for uh, for their weekly sermon. Okay? He says, uh, we understand 
that the virus is a serious issue. This is what Patrick, uh, Pastor Duncan said. But we do believe that the right to meet is upheld by the First Amendment. The pastor told a lot of police of his plans to stay open. Officials entered the church services last Sunday explained the state order ordered to close. And they all came in with uniforms and uh, kicked everybody out. And everybody was sitting there like they were some kind of cult. And they were breaking up a cult or something uh, when they saw the police. But kind of find out that it wasn't real at all. So uh, Patricia Wilcox, she lives uh, next door to the church in a senior's apartment complex. She wanted her services she wanted the services to end also, so she was in agreement with it. She probably was one to call the damn cops on the ass. Anyway, Sacramento-based uh, civil rights attorney uh, Jeffrey Karzak said the church First Amendment uh, argument is one that has not been tested in the public health crisis since this one. So basically, uh, you know, like I said, people follow their pastor to the end of the earth, and he's recommended, or maybe a financial thing. You know, that's how he makes his money. Those offering, so I guess he had to get his dough on. He wanted to give them entertainment for their money, so he just forgot everything everybody was saying and just went on to his thing. So, what are you going to do? So, if you got any comments, give us a call at 914. What is it? Uh, 806? 914 803 4306. Put the cup down, Papa. Mm hmm. All right, well, I, you know, yeah. I don't call myself too often there. <laughs> All right, I heard anyway. that. But I, I just wanted to say on the end of that, I I understand the First Amendment. Is that the one, freedom of speech? That's the question I have. Pretty much, yeah. That's freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. But that right. doesn't give you the right to put everybody else at risk. Well, you know, the pastor and, and, and uh, congregation thing is pretty deep, man. They kind of swear on that person like a like a cult, you know, so it's off the chain. But I, I don't just fault him. I fault the people that keep coming. <laughs> well, they're if following they him. Telling you <laughs> He's a leader. thing is deadly. He's a leader. What do you mean you don't but follow I'm saying, him? But I'm but don't they have minds of their yeah, own? No, he's a, he's a head ant. No. When it comes no. like like no. ant, he's a head ant. If the head ant said mm-hmm. follow, the ant's going to follow the ant, the, the damn head ant. Nobody should but, have your but, mind like that. Yeah, well, that's easy to say, but some, yeah. sometimes them people in the church, they, they're just past mm-hmm. here. You know about them. Pastor, oh, pastor, pastor, that's my pastor. Oh, pastor, that's my pastor. That's, <laughs> don't talk about my pastor. That's my pastor. Don't talk about my pastor. You've heard people talk about but, their pastor. Yeah, but go ahead, Kevin. But then you don't. But, but Redwine, you don't know what they're saying. What he's saying behind closed doors, just like Papa said, whatever he's saying, they're believing. Just like this, they believe uh, This jackass of a president, you know, you got those yeah. left wings, wing they are. They listen to him. They follow oh, him. Oh, he so got millions. With this right? They they follow his pastor. Oh, yeah. So if they say if he tells them to jump off a damn highest bridge, what you think they're gonna do? <laughs> yeah, they will. See, that, that's what makes me so sad about brain-dead Christians. It just makes me sad that's your because piece. I just that's feel like, you know, for you, you cannot take a, what do you call those things, a box cutter 
and cut certain mm-hmm. scriptures out and say, all right, we're going to let those go, but we're going to ride on these other ones. That's your, that's because your there's teachings that also say study for yourself. Study to show yourself approved. You don't just take the word of what the pastor says. You need to study for yourself. If you're going to call yourself you walking with God, you need to study for yourself. Because that's my pastor. That's my pastor. Yeah, but you don't just take every word out of their mouth like that's the gospel. Read it for yourself. Rewind. Study Rewind. for yourself. They're leaders. They're leaders and they're followers. So the leader is the pastor and the followers are the parishioners, which they don't have too much of a smart mind. They can't think for themselves. Like, That's like all I'm saying. saying. I, I ain't even going to get into the theology of it. I hear you. Oh, okay. I'm just saying it just mm-hmm. makes me, it makes my heart sad when I come across right. brain, I call them brain dead Christians. It just makes oh, me man. ill because I feel like God has given you a mind, God has given you free will, and he's given you the ability to think, not just to be like a sheep and follow somebody blindly off of a cliff. That's not what he gave. That's not what he put us here for. Well, they didn't. So, he, he, anyway. he has brainwashed. He has brainwashed the sheep. That's all I can say. Oh, well, then that's very sad because if those people end up falling mm-hmm. uh, to this virus, then what? Mm-hmm. Then is it going to be yep. a matter of saying, "Well, then your faith must not have been strong enough." You know, see, don't don't right. play with people like that. Right. Now, what, um, what, he was a, a Christian pastor or what? I mean, what? Uh... Uh, that's what it says, some kind of Christian church. But okay. he's not the only one. It was the one in Louisiana, and it was another mm-hmm. one somewhere else. I forgot where the other one was. It's been several of mm-hmm. them who have been defying the orders that the governors have said, shut it down. You can do church right. online. You can do there, uh, we, That's what technology can be used for. Not Zoom, don't use Zoom, but there's other things that you can do. Oh, boy. Mm-mm-mm. You know, that's why people, if you're going to do something, you need to keep up with what technology is available so that you have more than one way to get your message out. You know, what happens when the weather is terrible and you can't go and open the church? If you have an alternate mm-hmm. way of reaching your parishioners, then you use that channel. Or the, for the people who are sick, the, as they, you know what they call the sick and the shut-in, you right. have a method to reach them. So that's the channel, whatever it is, that you need to use. But mm-hmm. anyway, I'm going I'm to I'm get off of it. Cause I, well, I'm going to say mm-hmm. this. You can at least do mm-hmm. a conference call. Push, come to shove, right. do a conference call with a free dial-in number. Tell everybody, send out a message, and tell everybody, look, we're going to do a service by conference call today. Call in. But don't put people at risk. I anyway. agree with what you're saying. Yeah. We All right, we're supposed to get and quit it. Move on. <laughs> yeah, that, that was why I'm just saying, so skip me tonight. <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. Amazon hires eighty thousand new workers. They will take their temperatures once they get into uh before they step into the door. Okay. They're taking right. greater steps to protect where uh warehouse workers following weeks of public outcry. People are being complaining, I guess these workers too. Um, Dave Clark, who runs Amazon's retail operations, said the company will start taking employees' temperatures when they report to work. 
and supply them with face masks. It's about time. I mean, if I can get some face masks to uh, um, Amazon, don't you think the workers should have it? Come on now. You would think. so. That's too much common yeah. sense. I know. Um, they shouldn't have to complain, um, you know, about that. Um, temperature checks began um, last Sunday at select sites in the U.S. and will now begin to roll over to Amazon's entire operation network. That's good. Um, Whole Foods stores um, in, in the U.S., Europe, and in Europe. Um, Clark said anyone who registers a fever over 100.4 will be told to go home and will only be allowed to return after they've gone three days without a fever. Okay. All right. Um, Bezos, Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos says the company placed purchase uh, orders for millions of face masks for workers. Uh-huh. Now your ass getting involved. Clark said those yeah, orders okay. are now arriving and they're distributing them to our team as quickly as possible. My my thing is I think Jeff Bezos, he needs to be more hands-on. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I also, agree. The company also gave an update on its efforts to add um, warehouse workers and delivery drivers. Last month, Amazon um, said it would hire an additional 100,000 workers in the surge because, you know, everybody's home because of the um, COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, the right. guy Clark said Amazon has already hired more than 80,000 people into these roles and has spent more than $150 million to support workers, reflecting its efforts to raise pay by $2 per hour. Our protest should be more than that. It should be five dollars. I mean, you know, but you know, who am I? Yeah. So, no, you're just a person think? with common sense. <laughs> I mean, you 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 gaining that much? I mean, this this man is a billionaire ten times over. He's worth two hundred eighty billion dollars, and you can't give him a whole five dollars. <laughs> so, but uh, that's just me. So, I just hit me with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, I got another one for you. I think we might have mentioned mm-hmm. this before, but this problem is still going on. Um, mm-hmm. Former former Democrat Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang, remember him? He said on yesterday that there's a heartbreaking phenomenon going on that Asian Americans have been the target of a growing number of racist and xenophobic attacks related to the Mm -hmm. coronavirus. Uh, Yang is now a CNN political commentator. I was like, okay, so you went from being a candidate for president, now you work as a commentator for CNN. Interesting. Right. No, not a bit. So he was uh, in this conversation, he was talking with uh, CNN's Lisa Ling, and he said that he's gotten the same kind of messages like she's gotten about friends and uh, other Asian Americans who have been spat on or attacked and assaulted from all over the country. And he said it's just heartbreaking that just because, you know, of the coronavirus that people are reacting that way with this level of anxiety about the future and their families and what's happening, and it's making some people you know, act negatively toward any Asian-American person that they see, just being hostile or taking, you know, taking physical actions against them. I mean, that's crazy. You can't just look at an Asian-American and say, oh, this is all your fault, and go and attack the person. 
so Trump said last week that the spread of the coronavirus is not the fault of Asian Americans and that it's important to protect the Asian American community. But, of course, he said that after he continually called the virus the Chinese virus. So, you know, but that's that's typical 45. You know, you're going to tell people y'all need to act right. It's not the Asian Americans' fault that they brought this Chinese virus over here. <laughs> you know, it's like that's not what happened. But that's what he, you know, anyway. So that's that's basically the long and short of it. And they're just saying that, you know, people need to be aware that, for one, it's not right, for two, it's not fair, and it's not accurate. That disease had was not a, a direct result of the Asian American population in this country. Now, what Andrew Yang said is that the Chinese government is the one who really bears the responsibility just because of the fact that they covered up how serious this crisis was earlier on, that they knew, they saw, you know, the level of what it could reach and what it could develop into, but they did not divulge that information earlier on. They sat on that, and then later on, I guess, they started sharing information. So, you know, he he just said that the, the blame lies at the feet of the Chinese government, not the Chinese people themselves. So people need to stop. Stop it, y'all. Don't spit on Asian Americans. Don't go and attack them. Don't do that. I mean, that's just ignorance. That's just, I don't know, people in their way. Just, I guess it's just ignorance, you know. You it need is. to know more information about, you know, just what you just said. Because the information you just said, I didn't know that. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, in some sense, Majority of us are guilty. We assume one thing because we hear only one thing and then don't research the latter. It's almost like um, Channel 9 News. They do the verify thing. I really like that because they go in-depth more and um, people ask questions and they verify if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know. Yeah, that is very that. helpful. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, all right. Um, I got one here. Hundred-year-old man, more than a dozen others, New Jersey funeral violated being banned from this gathering. Man, hundred-year-old man was among more than a dozen people at a funeral charge on Wednesday for allegedly violating New Jersey's quarantine order. In a statement, mm-hmm. the Ocean County Prosecutor's Office said officers in Lakewood tried to break up a gathering of about 60 or 70 people attending a funeral, 8th Street and Madison Avenue. Okay, well, what's, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all didn't hear the order? Um, prosecutors said the gathering was in violation of Governor Phil Murray's order banning gatherings for weddings, parties, and other events. When officers tried to disperse the crowd, some people became unruly and argumentative adding um, that a 27-year-old Brooklyn man refused to identify himself and gave a fake name and social security number. I'm like, yeah, I won't be arrested. Um, but police ultimately arrested the man. He was charged with hindering apprehension and violating the ban order by the governor. Fourteen other people were arrested at the event and charged with violating the ban on gatherings. Among them was a 100-year-old man from Lakewood. What are you doing out there? What's up with that? 
The governor has banned all public gatherings during this state and national public health emergency. This ban applies to everyone. Everyone. Simple as that. Yeah, I got 60, 70 people at a funeral. Uh, they better put that joint on, um, you know, on the um, video or whatever. There should be no more than, what, 10 people, they said. Immediate family could have been there, and the rest had to see it on video. That's what they should have done. It's crazy. That's true. So, I'm quite I'm quite sure there's going to be more things like that, you know, gatherings and things like that. People getting arrested. So once there's an order put out there, you you got to abide by that order. And if you don't, you're going up the creek. So. No, people don't want to listen. Uh-uh. All they right. think it's okay. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they think, oh, well, it's so-and-so's funeral. I'm going. All right, we're going to keep it moving. What you got, Papa? You know, the news, uh, Ray Wines right here directing like she's uh, she's my boss or something. I heard that. Anyway, oh, the, Bruin giant behind, the, the Bruin giant behind Corona beer has uh, halted production after its business was uh, deemed non-essential during the pandemic. Okay, Mexican group... Uh, um, Modelo, what's it called? Modelo? Modelo, yeah. Modelo, that's your people, right, um, Kettle? That's my people. Modelo yep. on Thursday yeah. said it would be a temporary stop in brewing uh, Corona beer and other brands uh, exported what? to 180 countries. At the Business Act, hmm. it's declared uh, non essential under the government of a government order aimed at cutting the spread of the coronavirus. The Mexican governor uh, this week declared a health emergency and ordered that the uh, suspension of non-essential activities after the number of corona uh, corona cases in Mexico uh, uh, jumped to a thousand people getting sick per day. On Thursday, it was uh, 1,500 cases, over 50 deaths a day. So the brewery said in a statement that the uh, suspension would take effect Sunday and that it was already uh, scaling down production to the level in which it could presume once the suspension is lifted. Uh, if the federal government uh, considers this uh, appropriate to issue some uh, clarification confirming beer has a as a uh, essential production, then they'll change their mind. But at this point, the uh, Modella Group We'll be ready to come back into effect as soon as necessary as far as once the ban is lifted. I did not know a couple of things. I did not know that stuff was made in Mexico. I didn't know that Modelo oh, Company yeah. owned the Corona Beer Company. And, boy, I tell you, people talk about Mexico all they want, but them jokers got some resources, boy, because mm-hmm. Corona is drunk like, whoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I think it goes through the Anheuser-Busch uh, Company um, when they imported here. Goes through um, Budweiser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm. Yep, that's my people. That's my people. They can't stop the Corona Modellos. Uh, well, they better do? crank it out between now and Sunday. I might have to go uh, stock up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's true. Because yeah. after a while, if they stop making it, whatever's on the shelves is all there is for a while. 
That's it. My favorite is the Modelo dog. So I might have to me a couple of cases tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Well, you've been forewarned. Okay. All, All right. right. Is that everything? That's everything. All right. Well, that wraps up the hit it and quit it headline. Uh, let's see. We are also uh, remembering Bill Withers tonight. Uh, sorry to hear of his passing. So on this next break, we're just going to um, enjoy a Bill Withers selection. It's a compilation, actually. So we're going to let that take us out on the break, and then we'll be back on the other side with Papa Didi and What's Poppin'. We'll be right back. Right, welcome back to a John Parry one your host Papa DJ with a kettle. Hello. In red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Woo, it's time for uh Papa Didi and what's poppin'? <clears throat> ah, you, you got both barrels loaded, Papa Didi? Yeah. All right, look alive. What's poppin'? The floor is yours. <sighs> You know, I had a lot of stuff I wanted to say, but uh, as I um, listened to some of Bill Withers' songs, it's, kinda, it's a compilation of my own life, my own time frame, and it shows you how many copycats are in the world today, how a lot of people are redoing his own bass line and stuff like that. You hear his bass line in songs, but people seem like they're not taking the time to play the original enough. I mean, there's there's nothing more deeply rooted than Lean On Me when he sings that song, how deep it goes into your soul when he sings that song, how much, how much meaning it has when you're asking somebody to lean on you and you got their back, you know. It's, 
the way he sings that song with such with such thrust to to make it understand that somebody's really got your back. And it seems like the world today is more into beats and rhymes, and nobody's focusing on you know putting the, putting that meaning on the song again. And you know, I go back way back with Bill Withers, all the way back to the song called Harlem Cold Baloney. You know, him and Lou Ross and people like that, all these people are dead now, and it's just a testimony to where your generation is. It's a testimony to the life cycle and uh, how far we go before we had to go meet our maker. And nobody, nothing, nothing, nothing comes to stay. Everything comes to pass. And how you're just going to eventually pass on yourself. So... It's just a matter of what you're building now. It's just going to be a memory. So anybody out there that doesn't understand people and don't understand life, they need to understand it there. You at least have to understand where you are when it comes to life, to life circle, where you stand with it, whether you're young, middle-aged, or old, or what have you, and uh, to know that eventually you're going to move on because, you know, God just has to make room for other people, you know, and uh, at the wild dying is what we do. That's just what it is, and you can deny it or defy it all you want. But it's a true reality. But um, hearing Bill Withers' songs is really, uh, it just takes me back when James Ingram passed not not long ago, as well as Luther Vandross and other people that that, uh, that carried us, you know, Prince and Michael Jackson and all kinds of people that, that, were, that were here and just left their mark viciously. And I mean, left their mark forever. And all the people that sits out there and just do remakes of stuff, you know, I mean, that's cool. That's how you want to pattern your life. But at some point, you need to sit in a dark room and like these other stars and be originals. Or if you're going to play Luther, Luther Vandross, even though he did a lot of remakes, he made that song his own when he did make it a remake. He turned it, he just flipped it, you know, like Superstar by the Carpenters, you know. You would never know. He kept it. He kept the Carpenters song the way it's supposed to be, you know, the way Karen Carpenter is saying, you know, don't you remember you told me you love me, baby? But Luther came in with the same exact lyrics and slowed it down, put some sultry on it and said, don't you remember you told me you love me, baby? Same lyrics, exact same lyrics, but changed the song completely. And it was unbelievable, so... Just remember you're on the food chain. Just remember that uh, death is inevitable, and we're all going to get there. And um, rest in peace, Bill Withers. All right. That's all in by the carpenter. Yeah. Superstar. Superstar. I didn't know. Learn something new every day. Mm -hmm. I think most people think that that's the original. Exactly. Yeah. The carpenter is back. Wow. That's Karen Carpenter. Wow. All right. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I got to research that one. <laughs> it blew me too. I read why. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go listen to the Carpenters version, the original, I should say. You, not heard, you heard it before. When you hear it, you heard it before. Yeah. To put it out there first. Yeah, I really wasn't into the Carpenters. So. No, but I'll Karen Karen was me. Karen was me. They made some good music. Yeah. Karen was mean, boy. Yeah, I'm just not they as familiar with music. their catalog. Mm-hmm. All right. Shall we take it to the weird zone? Lighten it up a little bit. Oh, I forgot to say yeah, that. Yeah, let's lighten it up. 
Lighten it up. All right. We will do that. Uh, let's see. Who's up first? Oh, I am. Yeah, finally oh. you you read to the top. Yeah. She's first now. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go ahead and be first. Okay, um <laughs> let's see. I've got a man told to turn down music, chase his neighbor with a sword. Oh my oh, boy. Okay, this is out of oh, Manchester, my. New Hampshire. Oh, they at it again. A man has mm-hmm. been accused of grabbing a two-and-a-half-foot-long sword and chasing another man who asked him to turn down his music, according to police mm. in Manchester, New Hampshire. A man knocked on the door of Benjamin Leyland, who's 47 years old, on Monday, and Leyland reportedly became upset and grabbed his sword. He allegedly chased the man down a hall, according to police, the man got away, and there were no injuries. Leyland has been charged with criminal threatening. Oh, okay. I've never heard that charge. Criminal threatening. He was scheduled. Yeah, he was scheduled to be arraigned on Tuesday, and we don't know if he had a lawyer who could speak on his behalf. <laughs> I'm like, wow. What is wrong so with This people? man came and knocked on his door and said, yo, turn that music down. It's too loud. Turn it down. And his response was, let me get my sword and chase this fan. (laughs) All righty then. Moving on. Okay. What's your weird Dr. Anthony Fauci's face will soon be on a bobblehead dolls. In Milwaukee, the United States top infectious disease specialist is getting his own bobblehead. Yay! I guess if you get a bobblehead, you've made it, huh? The creation I from guess. the um, National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum in Milwaukee features Dr. Anthony Falke wearing a suit as he makes a motion showing how the nation needs to flatten the curve in the coronavirus pandemic. The museum in Milwaukee... No, they had a, a bobblehead museum. Okay. I got to research that one, too. Um, in Milwaukee, pick Falky because many people see the um, plain-speaking expert on the um, coronavirus as a hero right now. Okay. I know that's right. He isn't um, trying to um, spend things, he said. He isn't trying to make people happy and tell um, him what they want to hear. He's actually telling them, you know, how he sees it as an expert. Uh, Falky said on Fox 5, oh, Fox and Friends, oh, Lord, Friday. That's nice that people want um, to, to do it, but I have other things to worry about. <laughs> okay. Uh, Falky's face also appears on socks, and a Rochester, New York shop is selling donuts with his face, surrounded by white frosting and topped with red and white and blue sprinkles. Um, the Bobblehead Museum plans to donate $5 from every $25 Falky bobblehead that's sold in the uh, uh, American Hospital Association in support of the um, group's effort to get masks and other personal protective equipment for the um, healthcare workers. Uh, hopefully it does help a lot of people through the donation and also brings a smile to people's face as we all could also use something to smile about now. 
right. Now, where where is this bobblehead museum? I never heard of such a thing. In Milwaukee, Milwaukee. I never heard either. I gotta I gotta research that <laughs> bobblehead. I thought they had a, a bobblehead. You ever heard of that one, Papa? No. A bobblehead museum. I've heard it all. Wow. Mm. Yep. I guess they got a lot of bobbleheads in there, huh? Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Well, that's why it's the weird news. All right. Over to uh-huh. you, Papa Didi. Thank you, Chad. What you got for um, Papa? Let's see here. Looks like a dog found behind the wheel after a high-speed chase in Washington State. Oh, boy. Uh, Washington, uh, Washington State man who uh, led police on a high-speed chase, high chase Sunday may have not actually been driving. Yeah, right. <laughs> Officers said that they found the suspect's uh, pet, Pitbull, uh, behind the wheel after his 1996 Buick crashed. Seattle TV station uh, KOMO reported. The unidentified 51-year-old male from Lakewood, Washington, is now facing several charges, including DUI, reckless driving, hit and run, felony, eluding uh, authors, uh, felony eluding officers, uh, the man allegedly struck uh, two vehicles uh, before he fled on Interstate 5. One truth reported seeing a pit bull in a driver's seat after the owner uh, handling the steering wheel from the passenger seat. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. One truth reported seeing a pit bull in the driver's seat with the owner handling the steering wheel from the passenger seat. The car reportedly uh, hit speeds of 109 miles per hour during the chase and at one point drove up on a pop trail for pedestrians and cyclists. It was fortunately empty at the time. Uh, state troopers eventually ended their pursuit by uh, throwing down spike strips that gave, to gave the uh, car flat tires and he pulled over. Washington State Police Officer uh, Heather Altman says the driver told police that he was not driving. He was trying to teach the dog how to drive. Uh, anyway, Altman added, "I wish I could make it up. I've been. I wish he said I cannot make this stuff up. I've been a, been a trooper almost 12 years now. All I can say is, wow, I never heard that this excuse before. It's been a lot of high speed chases. I've stopped a lot of cars, but never have I gotten an excuse that I was trying to teach my dog how to drive. Anyway, that is crazy." There you go. Wow. There you go. He's trying to teach the pit bull how to drive. Well, he's got a permit, you know, for motor vehicle. So. Oh, he's got a learner. He's got a learner. Okay. Pink joint. The, yeah. wait, the pit bull learner? Pit bull got a learner's permit. Pink, the pink thing. What the from hell? What the hell? How the hell, Bastard? What the hell is going on here? What's wrong with He said people? he was trying to teach the dog how to drive. But and I'm just wondering there. Washington State. They didn't say what city. Oh God. Oh God. Well, whose foot was on the gas? If he was, if the dog was behind the wheel, he had to have his leg what? over there. Because if you're hitting 109 miles an hour, the dog couldn't reach the pedal, unless that was an awfully that, big pit. I was just getting ready to say, it might have been. Okay. Oh. Yep. Okay. We coming well. To- Mm-hmm. Well, my Crazy understanding thing. is going to be 
Yeah, you're right. I'm going to go into I'm just saying, and I'm going to make it real brief because I think I already had my say. But I will reiterate, going back to these pastors that are refusing to abide by the regulations in, uh, in their states, I just want to say to them, and I hope they're listening, if you're going to teach uh, any scripture, then maybe you should read it before you try to teach because scripture also teaches obey the law of the land, obey them that have the govern over you. So if your governor or your mayor or whomever is in charge is giving a mandate saying do thus and so, scripture teaches that you have to line up and do that, whether you like it or not. It's not about what you like. So I'm just saying, you know, don't stand up there and be a hypocrite. And say, well, even though that's what they say, even though that's what scripture teaches, this is what I'm going to do. Who are you? You're not above God. Who are you? You're an ant on this earth. So don't even get, don't get it twisted. Don't put yourself up on a pedestal where you clearly don't belong. And I would say the same thing to uh, Liberty College, a Christian college that's now reopened, got the buildings open, dorms open. They want the kids to come back. And the kids are saying, this is not right. We're not trying to come up in there and die. Why do we have to come back up in there? And you know they're just going to pass around coronavirus. Why wouldn't you just do online for at least the rest of the season until this is over with? Why would you put these young people at risk? And they're trying to act like, well, but we still have expenses and all. Stop being a, a money money whore. That's what it is. Now, as far as those pastors, I don't know if they're just being money whores, if they just have illusions of grandeur, or if they're just plain stupid. I don't know which it is, or a combination of the three. But y'all need to get it together. This coronavirus, COVID-19, is nothing to play with. Just because you can't see it and touch it, touch it doesn't mean it's not real. So I'm just saying, all you all you pastors, you call yourself a Christian, you need to act like one. Obey the law of the land. That's in the good book, too. If you don't know, it's time to find out. All right. That was a good one. That was a good one, Red Wine. I'm just saying, you know, they stand up here, call yourself preacher man. You know, you, you need to... Uh, what was that song Barry White did? Practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. All righty. Well, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back with uh, Papa Didi and Living for This City. And uh, what are we listening to? Oh, this is a pajama party show. The number is 914-803-4306. We'll be right back. This is Red Wine, and you're listening to WPJP Block Talk Radio Pajama Party. Check out my commentary. I like to call it, I'm just saying, because sometimes I am just saying. It's just my opinion. It's what I think. Hey, you don't have to agree, but if you disagree, call us up. 914-803-4306. Hey, don't forget, they can catch us on uh, Twitter also at uh, apajamaparty.com, too. What's the number, Papa? 914-803-4306. Uh, I don't know how I got in this studio. Red Wine uh, came in here by himself, and me and Kettle just happened to come here and catch her stealing airtime. 
travel is what we do, and that's how it all came into effect. You know, you know, it may have been, been in China, but people got money, and people that got money, they travel. They go to Fiji. They go to places you wouldn't believe. They got that big money, and they go on that travel agent, and that travel agent sends them all over the world. And they may have picked up something, and they just may be coming back innocently. Next, you know, they infected the whole airplane, and everybody on the airplane goes somewhere different. And then the people that gets on a connecting flight, they go somewhere different. Everybody's on that original plane that came from China. They're all infected. And they're taking stuff back to wherever they're going back to. And that's how stuff goes down. So the only way you stop it is to put people in the house and, and stop people from communicating or talking to one another and try to isolate it. So it's a process, you know. So, uh, But it's going to change the world. It's changed the Olympics. It changed the Essence Festival. It changed major venues. It changed baseball, football, basketball. Football acting like they're not involved with these little rich asses, but they're going to get kicked in their butt, too. They think they're slick. They're doing all moves and everything, making moves like everything is cool with them, but they see the start in September. They're going to be screwed like everybody else. So fuck the NFL. They think they're the shit. They can kiss my ass. They ain't, they ain't nothing. they just like everybody else. They're going to be on the sideline like everybody else. Anyway, that's all I got to say on that. Okay. Don't write about it. Hope that'll wake okay. up. Yeah, the NFL today just like, you know, oh, Tom Brady next year in Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. Okay, if there is a next. Yeah, I'm like, well, who cares? At this time during our lives, who cares? Anytime the Olympics had to, anytime you had to cancel the Olympics, you think somebody, that's a major, a major sports event that involved people from all over the world. And NFL think they're going to get off easy? Goodell is crazy as hell. Anyway, that's your boy. I ain't going to talk about him. And the well, last thing I'm concerned about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the last thing in the world I'm concerned about is where Tom Brady is going to end up. Tampa or what Bay, team he's going to up with and who got traded. I don't care. Mm. I'm concerned about can I go outside <laughs> and go to the store without bringing home something I didn't buy. Mhm. I know that's right. There's a rat mm-hmm. rabbit's ass. Yeah. What you got in that glass kettle? Yeah, I hear that here, ice. Your ice and glasses. What the hell you got over there? Party? <laughs> oh, y'all supposed to hear that? <laughs> oh yeah, we heard it. It sounds like it's empty. Mm-hmm. Taking that ice around. Well, it's, it's half full. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's that uh, that that cocktail, that sangria. Ah. Oh, that, that fireball. Sang- the fireball sangria. You got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, tasting. I bet. Mm-hmm. I didn't get All one right. tonight. I'll have to get one next time. All right, Kevin, right. you ready for the uh, Hollywood wrap-up? We can take a little season break. We got time. We got time. Okay. Yeah, red wine is fired up tonight. <laughs> anyway, we will take a quick a quick break. Good thing you're not in the Oh, and tonight. then we will come back with Kettle. You got a hair. I am muting fun. Papa Didi. Then we'll come back with Kettle and the Hollywood wrap up <laughs> on the Pajama Party Show. Hey, this is Kettle with the Yellow Top. I'm waiting to hear from you tonight. I'm at the Pajama Party Live. So you can reach us at 914-803-4306. Or you can check us out on apajamaparty.com. I've got my opinions, but I want to hear yours. Papa Didi and Red Wine are trying to beat me down, so I need you to call back and back me up. I know you're out there. I can hear you breathing. 
So call me now, 914-803-4306. I'm right here on WBJP Blog Talk Radio, waiting to hear from you. Uh, here it comes. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Welcome back to the John Part One Hills Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Oh, now we go to Kettle. <laughs> yes. You uh, calm down over here, Papa Didi. <laughs> Hell no, she's still wired up like a monkey. Anyway. <laughs> All right. As we said at the top of the hour uh, about Bill Withers, unfortunately. The man that gave his lean on me, lovely day, he died at 81. He wrote and sang a string of soulful songs in the 70s. Man, he was a man that stood the test of time. That's no joke either. Ain't no sunshine, um, a little bit of everything. He died um, from heart complications. His family said in a statement, uh, said to the Associated Press, um, three-time Grammy Award winner, um, who withdrew from making music in the mid '80s? Um, they said he did die on Monday in Los Angeles. Um, man, I mean, hit after hit after hit. Lean on me, ain't no sunshine. Um, crazy. Um, Billy D tweeted, "Your music um, cheered my heart and soothed my soul." And Chance the Rapper said, "Whether songs um, are some of the best songs of all time." He's right about that. Um, and my heart really hurts for him, Lenny Kravitz said. Um, we lost a giant of a songwriter. And, uh, wow. He, he, he was he was on point. I mean, who didn't listen to Bill Withers? Um, and um, his uh, daughter, yeah, his daughter started singing with him also. Um, so you can imagine how she's feeling right now. Uh, his music has been covered by such artists as, check this out, Barbara Streisand, Michael Jackson, Rita Franklin, Tom Jones, Linda Ronstadt, Paul McCartney, um, Donna Ross, Nancy Wilson, Mick Jagger, um, just to name a few. And his movies were, I mean, his songs were in some movies like The Hangover, 28 Days, American Beauty, Jerry Maguire, Crooklyn. Flight, um, Beauty Shop, The Secret Life of Pets, and Flight. Um, wow. So that, that's, that says a lot. That says a lot. I didn't know his songs were in so many uh, movies. I didn't either. Um, it says um, he joined the Navy at 17 and spent nine years in the service as an aircraft mechanic installing toilets. After his discharge, he moved to L.A., worked at an aircraft parts factory, bought a guitar at a pawn shop, and recorded demos of his tunes in hopes of landing a recording contract. Wow. So in 71, uh, he was signed to Sussex Records. He put out his first album, Just As I Am, with the legendary Booker T. Jones. Uh, It had to hit Grandma's Hands and Ain't No Sunshine, which was inspired by the young Jack... Lennon, yep, inspired by the Jack Lennon film, Days of Wine and Roses. He was photographed on the cover smiling and holding his lunch pail. 
Yep. Ain't No Sunshine was originally released at the B-side of the debut single, Harlem. But radio DJs slipped the disc and the song climbed to number three on the Billboard charts and spent a total of 16 weeks on the top 40. Wow. Wow. Withers, he went on to generate more hits a year later with the inspirational Lean On Me, Menacing Who Is He, and this uh, Slinky Use Me on his second album, Still Bill. Wow. Hmm, didn't know all that. Um, use Me. Yeah, that was yep. the song right there. Just keep on using it. me till you use me up. <laughs> he was awarded Grammys uh, as a songwriter for Ain't No Sunshine in 71 and for Just the Two of Us in 81. In 87, Bill received his ninth Grammy nomination and third Grammy as a songwriter for the re-recording of the 72 hit Lean On Me. Mm-hmm. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2015 by Stevie Wonder. Weathers thanked his wife and as well as the R&B pioneers who helped his career like Ray Jackson, Al Bell, and Booger T. Jones. He also got a few um, jobs at the record industry, saying A and R stood for and and antagonistic and redundant. Withers also was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2005. Wow. Okay, he has done a lot. He did a lot. Right. Mm. Also, in other news, Connie B. She donates us twenty thousand meals to supplement drinks to NYC medical professionals. Wow. Connie B is giving back to her hometown um, with this COVID virus pandemic. The Bronx-born rapper, 27, donated 20,000 bottles of own vegan plant-based meal replacement supplement drink to New York City area hospitals so that medical staff and ambulance crews can stay nourished. Okay, never heard of that one. Maybe it's something. Yeah, I never heard yeah, of. Maybe it. it's she, yeah, maybe it's something she's behind. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean that's pretty cool. Yeah, these people are doing something. Um. Also, uh, my my boyfriend, guy Blondie. He um he started uh, the National Restaurant Association Educational Fund. Is predicting between five and seven million restaurant workers could be laid off because of this uh, uh, COVID nineteen thing. And um, this restaurant Relief America that he started and has raised nine million dollars so far, which will be handed out to qualified applicants in one time payment uh, checks of five hundred dollars. So that's not bad. So if you're in the restaurant industry. Yeah, so if you're in the restaurant industry um, in any phase, you know, you can get a piece of that money. You just have to, you know, go on the website and, uh, and apply. Uh, or if you want to give donations or whatever, you can. Um, you can just check out um, his uh, website. Uh, so. What's yeah. the website, Kevin? Okay, it's, um, let me see if I have it. If you want to help, it says raise the um, R-E-R-E-F at N-R-A-E-F. 
So if you want to give any money. All right. Also, okay. um, unfortunately, uh, one, uh-huh, one more death, David Driscoll, advocate for African-American art. He died of the coronavirus. He was 88. Um, an artist, an art historian, art collector, art teacher, author, and curator. He became a primary sponsor and advocate for the role of African-American art in the national culture. He died at um, the hospital in Washington. He was 88. Uh, complications of this COVID virus thing. Uh, as an artist, uh, Mr. Dresco was best known for his 56 painting, Behold the Sun, a graphic res- representation of the um, corpse of Emmett Till, black 14-year-old uh, teen. He was lynched in Mississippi. Um, Mr. Drixell served on the art facilities of several historically black colleges, but was best known for his affiliation with the um, University of Maryland from 77 to 98. The University Center for the Study of the Visual Arts and Culture of African Americans and the um, African Diaspora, founded in 2001, was named in his honor. So his name was David C. Driscoll. Unfortunately, he passed away from this virus also. And this stuff is just really getting out of hand. Yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yep. All right. That's my Hollywood wrap-up for tonight. All right. Well, you know what time it is. Well, you know, we got uh, two more things. Uh, well, one, oh, one other person passed away. Was mm-hmm. the father of the uh, Marcellus. When Marcellus and uh, and his brother. Oh, yeah, I did oh, see wow. that. The father passed away. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a big-time guy in New Orleans all these years. And also on your, uh, I saw that induction of the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That was Stevie Wonder. That was Stevie Wonder and John Legend that put him in there. They didn't wow. say John Legend, but because wow. uh, mm-hmm. Bill Withers made a comment saying I'm being inducted by a wonder and a legend. That was a <laughs> statement he made. I love that. that. Statement he That's made. nice. Yeah, if you can pull up on YouTube and see that ceremony, it was really unbelievable. John Legend performed. Okay. Stevie Wonder performed. Bill Withers performed at the end. That was a hell of a show. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have to look for that. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Papa. Yeah. Yeah, Bill Wilder's my boy, man. That's true. Yeah, boy. he lost a great. I'm telling you, yeah. He, I mean, that's 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 some music right there. That's some good mm-hmm. ass music. That's all I can say. Yeah. What was cool was what's the name doing that song? Use me. Uh, Grace Jones did it back in the day. She did it all, you, you know, with her her style. Use me, use me. Oh, you got to hear it. <laughs> I got to hear that. Oh, you gotta yeah. Hear it. Unbelievable. All right. Well, all right, Kettle. Well, it's time for the cocktail of the uh, week. Sponsored oh, by DC okay. Homegrown Entertainment. So what do you have for us this week? The Fireball Sangria. It's gone now, I heard ice. 
<laughs> no, it's not. Kick your red uh, wine sangria up a notch with some fireballs. The cinnamon whiskey is the perfect transition into a fall cocktail. So we got uh, one Granny Smith apple. We're going to dice that. One orange chop. Uh, one blood orange chop also. Uh, one third cup of fireball whiskey. Or if you want more, you, you can add more. Uh, Three fourths uh, of apple juice. And um, one uh, 750 milliliter bottle of red wine. I know you're going to like that red wine. Yeah, um, yeah. So Soak the apples and oranges in the fireball for at least 20 minutes. Mm, I wouldn't mind soaking it for about a whole hour and <laughs> get that intense flavor. <laughs> um, also, then we'll pour the fruit and whiskey into a large pitcher along with apple juice and wine and leave in the fridge to chill for another 30 to 45 minutes before serving. All right. Mm. the drink. Yep. So it's called the Fireball Sangria. That's nice. That could be, a, look, a party of five. <laughs> no more than five. Yeah, right, so. right. It does sound yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would well, try first, that. I bet you would. That red wine, that whole bottle, huh? <laughs> well, you know, thanks to social distancing, our bartender, Mr. Lowe, is not here. So I didn't mm-hmm. get a fireball. Uh, sangria tonight, but mm-hmm. I will have to try one at another time. But thank you, mm-hmm. though, Carol. That sounds good. And mm-hmm. again, the cocktail of the week is sponsored by DC Homegrown Entertainment, our parent company. We thank you for that. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see, Papa Didi, can you tell the good folks in quarantine what the Kiss It List is? Because it is time for the Kiss It List. Well, kiss list tonight. The way red wine been behaving. Don't even try it. It's her. Don't do it. Anybody that asked the fool over the last week or so, and red wine is the number one on the list. You feeling better, red wine? Yeah, as long as you're number two on the list. After she crucified me. (laughs) Well, you know what, though? First thing I want to put on the kiss list is Roger Goodell. Wait a minute, you're just gonna tell the people what is the kiss oh, list? Oh, it's the kiss where we, uh, you know, we, 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 we uh, chew them up and spit them out, got okay. a song for them and all that jazz. But right. first one's Robert Good- Roger Goodell because he's acting like the NFL is not even affiliated with this stuff at all. It's like, it's like the world and then the NFL. I mean, he, they've gotten quite cocky with what they're doing. The money been thrown around, fifty million for two years. $25 million for one year, you know, it's racist as hell. You're going to bring Philip Rivers in for one year for $25 million. And Cam Newton and um, and the other brother can't even get a job. I, I don't understand. And that's just racist. That's just straight racist. So don't don't let the black image of the NFL fool you, okay? That shit is still racist as hell. Anyway, and also um, that dog, uh, the owner of that dog that was driving that car, Oh, yeah, the pit ball. Pit I think ball he sat his ass in the seat when the cops started getting closer. But Probably. You can't beat that alibi. He might as well carry that right through the court. <laughs> I was teaching my dog how to drive, mm-hmm. and he wrecked my mm-hmm. truck. Take a few, get a few classes of being a crazy man, hmm. and he'll beat that rap. Well, I'd That's like to funny. add Treasury 
the Treasury Department and uh, Mnuchin, Mnuchin in charge because they gave those instructions to the banks for those small business loans for the um, that was supposed to start today with taking applications. Mm-hmm. But y'all just gave them instructions yesterday. How did you think mm-hmm. that, like in one, at the most two days, that the banks were going to be ready to process applications? So it ended up being chaotic. Folks still can't get what they need. So I'm putting that on Treasury. Y'all messed that up. Okay. Uh, also, the man that was chasing the guy with a sword because he didn't like that the man told him to turn his music down. You were acting a fool. You want to kiss it, man. Well, that's kind of understandable because a, a man, a young black gentleman got killed years ago for playing loud music. So it's good somebody chasing somebody down that's, that's doing that. Everybody likes their own music. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah, but that, anyway. No. Um, that black man got killed. No, but I was talking about chasing somebody Park, with like. a sword. A two-and-a-half-foot sword? Well, at least he... Well, well, that person commented on what he was doing. So he got what he deserved. Okay. I'll disagree, but okay. If I like Earth, Wind, and Fire, I'm a player of Earth, Wind, and Fire. So be it. You don't like my music, turn loud and turn roll your window. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, all the rebellious pastors that are still holding church services, y'all are on the list. Well, Red Wine, you know how these people are with their pastors. You know I'm that. not debating it any further. I'm just okay. saying they're on the kids. Well, you know. You know. All and right. that's why I'm putting them on the list. And people that are brain okay. dead enough to follow them, y'all are on the well, list. Well, they've been doing that for years. I don't know. That ain't new. I didn't say it was new. I just said they're on the kiss it list. I've heard bad people say my pastor is scary. Mm. That my pastor. That, that my pastor. I mean to mock him. Excuse me. But that my pastor. That don't talk about my pastor and my pastor, okay. please. Anybody else on the list tonight? Hmm. How was that? Was that a good impression of a? I'm not touching that. I'm already probably in trouble for what I said about these people. Mm-mm. All right. Um, I got Tom Brady, Kraft, and Roger Goodell. Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. don't forget 45. Uh, his son-in-law Kushner, and uh, oh yeah. That's a that's a nut. He really and, really uh, gets on TV. He gonna get on TV acting like he is so. Yeah, well I'm gonna be heading up. Blah 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 blah. Mm. Yeah, whatever. Oh, Never oh, heads oh. up anything that has to do with poor people. Well, that's everybody <laughs> on the list for this week, right? All right. Here's the prize for everybody. Is there anybody else? That's ben Carson, Carson. found him. Oh yeah, Sleepy Magoo Carson. Okay, here's a prize for everybody on this week's kiss list. My entire
All right, welcome back to the John Party One who is Papa DM here with Kettle. Hello. Red wine. On the swad, darling. Well, that wraps it up for another edition of the Pajama Party Show. Uh, let's see. Thank everybody for hanging out with us. Uh, we're going to the last word, and I'm trying to find that other Bill Withers song to take us out with, uh, just the two of us. We'll play that on the way out. Uh, let's go ahead and get the last word. Papa Didi, what's your last word today? Last words, get get a hold of a mask, you know, and uh, put it on. Just, just uh, string it to the top of your forehead, you know, when you go out and... Uh, once you go out, just pull it down over your nose. Especially you can go places that got a lot of people in and out, you know, Walmart and places like that, you know. I like wearing it in Walmart. I'm, I'm sort of a little small celebrity there, but I'm at to cover up, you know. Those are my people over there, but, but yeah, just put a mask on because you never know. Okay. It's a horrible way to go, you know. That's your last word? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, because there's so many people nowadays just having funerals just during this time frame where nobody can go, you know. They can't even say goodbye because people can't even gather. So the consequences is unbelievable. So Anyway. Yeah, it's rough. Well, my last word is I think sometimes we can't rely on the government to tell us what to do or not to do. Sometimes you just have to rely on your own common sense. And I think in this case, like Papa Didi said, we need to just keep a mask on. You know, at first they were saying, oh, you don't really need it. Then they said, uh, let leave those for the medical professionals. Then now they're saying, well, you know, it may not be such a bad thing, but we're not going to mandate either way. We're not going to say. So I would rather err on the side of caution than to look back and say, Dag, I wish I had her. So my thing is at this point, just do what you need to do that makes sense to you to protect yourself. Keep your distance from people. Wash your hands. Wash all your surfaces and just be careful out there. I feel bad for the people in New York. They are struggling. Not that in, you know, other people are too in other areas, but New York is really taking it to the chin. They said the morgues are so backed up, they can't even properly store the bodies. They're using like temporary uh, vehicles, vans and whatnot to store dead bodies because they just can't process them, you know, and put them in the morgues like they normally would. They just don't have the space. That's, you know, that's a horrible situation. And like you said, Papa, people can't even say goodbye to their loved ones. Nope. It's it's just getting really crazy out there. And for these governors who just decided to say to their people in their state, all right, well, maybe we need to do the social distancing and shut down stuff and shut down non-essential. They're just getting on board. I think it was Georgia and uh, I forgot what other states, but I'm like, come on, y'all. Seriously? Texas, they're still doing. They're still doing stuff in Texas. Yeah, that was another one. But anyway, I'm just saying, let's let's watch yourself. 
Oh, over to you, Cal. What's your last word? Well, kind of piggyback on what you guys are saying. Wear the gloves, wear the mask. It's just our everyday existence right for right now until we can get a handle on what's going on. Um, you know, the information that I got, if you're going outside and come back in, wash your hair, take a shower, or just, you know, wash yourself down because that stuff is just out there. And the people that are out there not wearing masks or any kind of gloves, y'all crazy. I'm just going to pray for y'all and wish y'all the best. But you need some type of protection to cover yourself. That's how I feel. And uh, that's basically my last word. But I do want to give a shout-out to a special friend. Today is her birthday. And uh, happy birthday. Hope she's having a great birthday. All right. All right. Well, again, we want to say thanks to our parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment. We do appreciate you keeping the bills paid on time, no less. So we do appreciate that. And uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to our supporters and friends and family. We appreciate you all so much. We're going to go get out of here. And we'll do it again next Friday night at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Make sure you're here. You don't want to miss it. Say goodnight, Papa. Night. Say goodnight, Kettle. Goodnight. And goodnight. We'll see you next Friday night. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night, and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Yeah.